Welcome, listeners. Welcome, JV Pickers. Josue here, back with working together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is 80s metal. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs. This is Jukebox Vertigo. We have the core brain trust today with a special guest. Special guest on this core on this core brain trust. Please, everybody, welcome Comics Who Break Your Heart from Casually Comics. Jen. Woo, yay. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Thank you so much for answering the call. The one half yeah. of Casually Comics, I should I should add. Yeah, the, the lesser half. Uh, Mars <laughs> is definitely the queen of hot takes and I don't want to say unpopular opinions, but she's definitely the better half of the show for sure. The hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all in good fun, but that's why we go to church to just be able to release uh, in our own comfort zone. So thank you. Thank you for um, providing that space. You're welcome. Awesome. And of course, as always, we're going to have ourselves Keith. Hey, um, weird week for music. Weird, weird week for music. We'll get into it in a yeah. bit. Yep. Um, but uh, I am probably going to be going to my first concert since COVID popped up. Ooh. And it's Beach Bunny. And nice. Because I love me some Beach Bunny. So, yeah. Excellent. Um, but yeah, that's it for me for now. <laughs> so. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, definitely something I definitely want to touch up on later. It'll probably come up at the end of my, uh, it'll, it'll come up at the end of my, um, recommendations. So let's get down to it. Cause whew, I don't want to get, I don't want to get to the last one. Okay. Starting with singles, the one, uh, cause the girl, of course, my girl snow, the product, uh, finally released, released another one called cobrar to charge. Um, and it's really good. I love the beat to it. It has these like really light, like Mexican, like uh, guitars to the beat. And it's like the way she just like picks up on it. Uh, surprisingly, like not an explicit track. You think she just like pop off like every, every track, just she'll throw in a swear or two. Uh, but this one is like a good, clean track and just, she just fucking kills it. She's the best. Uh, but that, that's her thing though. She just releases singles because uh, one day we'll get an album again eventually, but she just pops them off. I'm skipping this one because it's uh, my favorite one, so it'll be the penultimate shout-out because I fucking love this one. But the next one is Bloods with I Like You, and this one is, this one actually features Laura Jane Grace, and it's actually a very, very nice track. Um, man, Laura has, has just come up, Laura has come a long way from 10 years uh, ever since ever since she came out, so it's like, to hear her voice now from like uh, Transgender Dysphoria Blues, um, and again, happy Transgender Awareness Day, just to shout-out that right now. Um, her, hearing her in this band or with this band, also I'm a new favorite of mine. I just I really I really like their sound. But hearing her with the other with with the singer for this band, they're both like sounded really good. Uh, almost like duetting off of each other, just like a, a really sweet song. So definitely gonna be on the on the lookout for Bloods, and that's probably gonna be like the easiest way to find them because they're like an indie band. So Bloods, I like you featuring Laura Jane Grace, or you're gonna get bunch of rap artists called bloods or something called bloods <laughs> um then something i was super surprised um to listen to crosses with uh, these two singles called initiation and protection and i had missed chino moreno's crosses so much um i fucking love that first project those three ps and then finally that the, the whole collected set um it just it makes me feel <laughs> it makes me feel like a, not that i want to move but it's like crosses has that feeling where it's just like that that mystical feeling when you're in a new city that you have no idea where you're at and like 
you have no sense of direction. So it's just like, and like adding that touch of like their music is just really sweet to get lost to. And that's kind of like my best description of that, of, the, of that sound, but it's, it's, it's really good shit. I love it. I love Chino Moreno. Next up. Ooh, this EP was really fun. Uh, Wunderbar. Haven't heard them in a while. Wunderbar with a little EP called Heat Wave. It's like 15 minutes long. Um, good in- indie band. Um, yeah, if, if you want a good, just chill time, like definitely check this out. I mean, it's a good five songs. Um, but yeah, and I can't remember what the actual Wunderbar song that was like, kind of like their hit, like 2014, 2015. But it's been a while. Next up. Oh, I like this one. Uh, her name is Coffee with K and their album was called, it's called gifted and it was really good. I guess I should call it like <sighs> modern reggae. Cause it has a lot of good, like just product, like, like studio production into it. But then you do get like your, like your, your reggae upstrokes and like her singing, like the way she gets down on it is actually, it was very cool. I one I'm probably going to be listening to like on repeat. Cause I want to dissect this one down a little bit better too. Next up, oh my god, was this fucking fun? Let me fucking have this one ready. This was called Nigo, and this album was called I Know Nigo. And the reason it was called I Know Nigo is because everybody's on this fucking album. ASAP Rocky on two tracks, Tyler Creator on like two or three tracks, um, Pusha T, Clips, Pharrell, Gunna, Kid Cudi on one, uh, Teriyaki Boys, Pharrell on another one, ASAP Berg. Uh, Pusha T on another one. Oh, a hidden track with Pop Smoke. Everybody's on this fucking thing, and it was actually really, really good. So check that one out. I had a lot of fun with it. Another one, uh, taking a different lane. Kavinsky, yes, Kavinsky, who did um the drive, the song from Drive. <laughs> I forget the uh, Night Call. Yeah, Night yeah. Call. Uh, the the, the, uh, the album is called Reborn. Um. So obviously, it's not going to be Nightcall again, but it was very enjoyable. One I can actually play at work, so it's probably going to be on repeat at work a lot. Next one, I gave it one go, but it was really good. Um, it was very soothing, uh, so it was kind of putting me to sleep while I was listening to it. Not that it was a bad thing, but that's that's why I liked about it. It was uh, Keshi with Gabriel, so it was like, kind of like the one go. I'll give it another shot because I'm not going to lie. It looks really cute on the, on the album cover. <laughs> Next up, I still haven't given this one a go, so I'll come back to it. Shinsia Alpha, I got you, girl, on the fucking next one. I promise you. Because I did give one to um, Lotto with 777. This was really fucking fun. Uh, one that's probably going to, for sure, on repeat, I just really like all of her style. Um, there's, like, she has a song with, with 21 Savage. And, again, just I'm glad I just dropped out Shinsia because Shinsia made 21 Savage a sub. <laughs> Where where um, with Lotto, he has a song with her called Wheelie, and it's exactly what I was expecting from him. And here it was just like them going out, going ripping off of each other, um, and then just doing their fucking thing. But she has these like Molly Brazy, like also elements into her style. She can her flow can like go all over the place, but in a good way. So check that one out too. Also because that's why that's why I fucking put this one because one of her on one of her songs there's two features. And oh my god. This, did her and the studio just have so much confidence in this track? Because it is a big, at least the features are really good. The song is called Sunshine, and it features Lil Wayne and Childish Gambino. And oh, it was, no. <laughs> and it was really fucking good. I mean, I mean, like, the song itself is, is, is pretty good, but the childish, of course, I just listened to it for the childish part, and it just made me miss him so much. It just felt very, 
like in that because the internet area of like his style of rapping, like it's like right, not necessarily camp, but like in that in between era. Mm. I just God damn it, I, I just miss him so much. And Atlanta's out season three, baby. <sighs> Whew, okay, episode one, brutal. Episode two, fucking fantastic. And I'm just so fucking happy that that is back. Um, next up, I promise I'm almost done. Nope, that's that's the. I just saw it. skipping it. I listened to the Charlie XCX album. Uh, Keith yes, crashed, definitely. and uh, it was enjoyable. It was I, I did I did dig it. I need to play. Um, it's one of those where it's like the one and a half goes, but just because it was at work. But then I was like, maybe this shouldn't be played at work because I'm just like in a little uh, booth, so it's like it's kind of echoes out. So, but yeah, it, it was it was still pretty dope. She has the one song I want to say it's "Move Me" or "Baby." Where she just drops the f bomb multiple times in a row. And <laughs> yeah, that was that, that, that was. I was like, there was one time I was ringing a bell. I should shout it out. Yeah, it was that one. I was like, I was serving a coffee. And it's like I can't reach. Fuck. Okay. Oh shit! I forgot about these uh, two singles. It was called uh, "Summer." No, it's called "No Love" with uh, Summer Walker, SZA, and Cardi B. Ooh, it was actually really good. I actually, I actually liked it. And there was a new Vince Staples single called "Rose Street," and. It's back to his more of a you know, of his aggressive side than like his yeah. uh, self-titled. So if you missed that side after his self-titled, which is still very good, check out Rose uh, Rose Street. Oh my god! Okay, last two albums before I get really get before we really get down. Um, some metal baby, animals as leaders with Parhesia, Par P A P A R R H E S I A. Really good. If you just like really, really good shit metal and and like and they're, it's all it's all instrumental. That's what I love about them. They just fucking just jam out, and you just get these really good, just technical beats, like these really fucking sharp, just oh, just oh my god! I just it was a really good album. One I for sure, I'm for sure gonna play this one at work. I'm gonna go fuck because there's nothing wrong with it. It's just really, really good. Um, and then fucking lastly, uh, Kilo Kish with American Girl. This was very good. Uh, I kind of. I'm, I kind of like that she's kind of like moved on, or at least like with this project, is she's kind of doing a more of a. She's kind of let go of like the whole like talking into like the microphone while singing. It was, she had she had this really really cool chill side back when she was coming up like fucking ten years ago, and now she's kind of like adapted more into like the singing, or at least like this album. It was very fun, um, but I was I was there was like two tracks where I was kind of like waiting for that uh, make it go right sound with uh, that he had with childish. So there's that. Now, penultimate thing, my fa- my my favorite thing I listen to that's been coming out, it's uh, Biba Doobie with her single Talk. And that's just like in preparation for the album coming out this year, which is going to be really good because this single is a fucking banger. I am ab-fucking-sessed with this single. It is really good. She's just it's so fucking catchy. And after our Extended Plays EP from last year, it's just like this is just like really, a really good follow-up. Okay, let's try to do this right. <laughs> okay um i'm not really good at doing these so i guess we should come back to this because one of my favorite things that was my last thing i should listen to, that i did listen to was uh dream widow with the subtitle dream widow yeah and so i guess we'll just come back around to that one so because i just need to i need to take a little break from that so jen hi hello can you please tell our listeners what kind, of listen, what kind of music you listen to and what kind of music you have been listening to lately? Um, 
I feel like I'm definitely one of those people that's like, I listen to a little bit of everything, but a lot of times when people say that they're like, they just listen to like country and rap and I'm not, I don't know. Um, I've definitely been stuck in the same music that I was listening to in high school 20 years ago. So there is that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, um, like Keith, I'm going to be going to some of my first concerts post pandemic. We're, I don't know, still in it, I guess, but, um, I'm going to go see Behemoth. I'm also going to go see Bauhaus. Um, I'm going to go see, uh, uh, Orville Peck. Uh, so those I feel like have been that genre of music. Mm -hmm. Um, I am also, like I said, I listen to like a lot of metal heavier music um but i also listen to like goth alternative type stuff um but and i i will 100% admit this publicly i listen to the death clock metalocalypse album yep like unironically i love i love death clock it's it's probably disgusting but um I don't know. Why, I don't know why we didn't talk about this. Yeah, it's, it's literally one of the CDs in the car. <laughs> well, well, then next time, next next Wednesday when we're going around, we'll listen to some uh, some Metalocalypse. That's album one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I've been at work, um, and I have this like shared space with other people that I work with, and I don't want to go in and play like heavier music because I know that's just not <laughs> the vibe. Um, but I also really, really love ABBA. So that's something that plays on like repeat all the time. So it's like death metal, ABBA, Swedish pop music. It's called synergy and you need it sometimes. Yeah. Life is about balance. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, So a mix of all that is kind of what you've just been jamming out to lately. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Can't wait to dive into our picks in a bit. Mm -hmm. And Keith, what have you been listening to since the last episode? Uh, so as everybody knows, I'm the one that generally picks up like the things that no one else will, uh, <laughs> cause I give everything a little bit of a shot. So I'm going to go through a couple quick ones. Uh, I listened to the deluxe edition of the juice world album. It's pretty good. It's not much added to be honest with you. It's just mm. as good as it was. Um, I listened to the new Michael Buble album and it certainly is a Michael Buble album. Cool. Um, that is I a like- choice. <laughs> I, I like Michael Buble, but I don't need an album from him every once in a while. I really needed one album from him, and I could just keep going back to that one. <laughs> um, so uh, I actually listened to the new Denzel Curry album. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Ooh. I'm going to need some more listens. Uh, so it's good. It's good. I just don't know how good yet. So um, I also listen to more of the Charlie XCX album because I love it. It's, it's actually grown on me even more. I, I, I'm starting to like it even more. I realized there was like a deluxe version with like a couple of extra songs. Yes. Yeah. I, I actually listened to that version. Yeah. <laughs> um, I listened to a lot of Snow the Product this week because <laughs> our frequent guest, Manda, uh, was listening to the, she's listened to the whole playlist basically. Yes. And she's giving me opinions. She's texting me opinions the entire time. And she's like, I really like that bilingual rapper. I'm like, Snow the Product? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's going to make Hostway's day. And Very. so I'm like, she's incredible. She's absolutely incredible. Like, So um, went, went and listened to a lot of Snow. Uh, I actually got stuck into a Chris Stapleton loop for a little while. Um, because as you guys know, I'm not a big country fan, but I'm probably the person who listens to the most country on the playlist. Uh, and 
I just really like Chris Stapleton. I think he writes songs very well. I think he's a really cool dude in general. Um, I say that not knowing if he's going to pull a Morgan Wallen and say something fucking stupid in a week. So I just want to yeah. throw that out there. Because <laughs> I also praised Morgan Wallen at one point. Right before that happened. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I'm writing that on pence on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as new stuff, I loved. Uh, Beach Bunny's new album comes out this summer. And they released the second single for it. And both singles are really, really, really good. And I love Beach Bunny. And that's why I'm definitely going to go see them. Um, ah, I just, it's such a great band. Uh, well, actually, artist. Because technically it's a band, but it's one of those ones where the single artist does everything. And then they tour the band. So, mm. uh, Also, Weezer released. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what you could call a mini album or a big EP. Because it was seven tracks. Uh, but it's seasons spring and my my opinion of it is is really good if you can get past the first track which is a joke track okay like the first track is really goofy and funny uh like the lines are shakespeare makes me happy they just keep saying that over and over it's really weird but then you get past it and then it's actually some really good weezer like they're more acoustic like but still definably weezer feel mm-hmm. like it's still really good um it's weezer seasons spring so i my theory is we're going to get one for each season this year and then they're going to do a box set and that'll be incredible um so i want that um and then the last thing and since i know Josue had a bit of difficulty talking about it so i can go and launch into it if you want and we can talk about it together yeah i listened to the foo fighters this week a lot um mm-hmm. yeah i god dude um so as we know, we lost Taylor Hawkins and I was the first of our group to know and I sent it to our group chat and the response was, yeah, a lot because uh, we are all really, really big fans of Taylor. Um, it sucks. <laughs> like It sucks so bad because they're all they are so close, you know, yeah. like him and Pat are probably the two that Dave is closest to personally closest to, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. And he calls Taylor his brother and all that stuff. And so, man, and beyond the fact that he is one of the most talented drummers in music, like beyond that, beyond the fact he could have been the front man to his own band. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) he could have never been in Foo Fighters and still been a musical, you know, um, genius. It's just such a shame to lose him with no warning out of nowhere and just it's brutal it's i i tweeted it's a loss to the entire musical world like oh yeah and you've seen so many other bands come forward and talk about the influences he had or the great times they had with him and just like it's brutal you know Uh, i haven't had a chance to listen to the new album yet because i just couldn't Mm -hmm. you know i just couldn't do it like i was like i just wanted to get the comfort songs you know i wanted to like revel in it a bit um but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like that's that's one of the people I looked up most to in music. Like, period. Like from all from all sides of that band. Like I I love yeah. every single like just element in that band and just Foo Fighters is definitely like one of the really hard part of my life and just to just like to really pick me up and just like never being a drummer it was just so but so I, I just but I always have that ear where it's like where something can really wow me it's just like 
when the drums are just being beat to shit to the ground. And that's what that's that was Taylor's style. It was like you just always hear what he was doing. And yeah, this one was a fucking hard one. Um the new one, Dream Widow, um I I put it off for uh, I I was excited for it because I, I went to go see Studio Six Six Six, a really good movie. Uh, just like one one that that has been a joke that's been really helpful for Sochi and I. It's like this is a fantastic part when Dave is slowly being possessed and like they're going over the song again, again and again. And is it the symbol? No, not even the symbol. No, dude. It's, <laughs> just, it's just like the chemistry, you know. It's just so. Uh, David's just like, or Taylor about to start counting like one, two, and David's like, no, 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 give me a five, six, seven, eight count. And Taylor would like the face of confusion, like, like a dancer. <laughs> oh my god, it's just it was such a funny fucking movie, and like you can just see them just like being just so casual with each other, just like riffing off of each other, and that was just one of my, this, it was one of our favorite jokes, <laughs> still is, but uh. Uh, so that fire, so I finally listened to this fucking thing, and it was really good. Like, it's, it's all I wanted after the movie was just like to be able to listen to this fucking project. And the first, the, I had to go over it three times. The first one was just thinking of the movie, like when they were doing certain pieces. The second time was like really analyzing, like the Foo Fighters in it, like doing this fucking metal album. And then the third time was just really all about Taylor. And then when you get to the, the last song, like the 10 minute track song, it's literally like the, the track that they're working on throughout, throughout the whole movie. I completely lost it. Like it was literally everything I was kind of like, I was putting off that emotion for like listening to this thing. And then just like finally focusing on everything. Cause they made a metal album straight up. And it really wasn't until it really, it's only until the very end or he, or he's just such a fucking genius, a master of his work that he's, that he perfectly, where everybody wants to showcase and show off, he can like perfectly subtly throw in the like the double pedals. They're never really there if you're like really looking for them. It's really only to the end where he's just like he's just going crazy. But he's just so good at it, and it's like it's something you expect in a metal album. But they did it, and he's just like, and it's just like, and he, he did it in his own way. And it's that's oh, god damn it, I'm gonna miss this man so fucking much. I can't imagine what the foos are going through, yeah. and. I mean, or just even for like the future of the band, but right now it's not really what matters. But fuck, the fact that we got this, like, I'm just, uh, I'm actually just very happy that this ended up being like kind of like, like at least for now, like, or at least like, like his swan song of an album was like this fucking good metal album. And I will probably cherish this one. I think right now, as I'm standing it, just it's like my third favorite Foo, Foo album. Yeah. It really just like ranked to the three. It's still wasting light just because of how honest that track that whole album is on on the tape nothing left to lose because it was like when they were a trio and then now this one i just i really fucking loved it and fuck i just i really couldn't believe it like when you sent the tweet when you sent the message out and it's like obviously what you wouldn't joke about it but it was just like it's it's a not real one I, I couldn't i couldn't fucking bear it you guys reacted with a lot of denial yeah like no and you all immediately went and checked you know like and i was like um it w- I would be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that he worked with a lot of other people. It was oh fuck yeah, he had his own solo project called Taylor Hawkins the Coattail Raiders, um, or Writers, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, he actually was the drummer on um, Good Apollo. I'm burning uh, for Coed and Cambria. He, he recorded mm-hmm. the drum track on that and actually toured with them for a while. Yeah, which is really crazy because that's like one of our favorite bands on this show. Um, 
He also, of course, famously was the drummer for Alanis Morissette on Jagged Little Pill, which gave me a real appreciation for that album. <laughs> and just so many other artists that he's worked with in the past. And one I want to shout out, and if you guys haven't checked it out, you definitely should, is a group called NHC. Uh, he formed it in 2020. So they have one album that was made. Mm-hmm. And it's him, Dave Navarro, and Chris Cheney from Jane's Addiction. <laughs> okay. So check that out. It's really, really good. I like it a lot. You know, I'm a big Dave Navarro fan. I'm oh, just sure. a big Jane's Addiction fan. So basically, Jane's Addiction with him doing drums, that's amazing. So, And yeah, it's a shame. You know, I do, I do love the fact at least last year he was inducted into the Hall of Fame before he died. Right. Yeah. So just in time. So. But we don't want to make the whole episode about Taylor. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. We I just need to, we just need to get that one out there. It was just like I mean, the last iteration of the jukebox. Like I think the Foos had like the most songs. Yeah, and you and me have, me and Josue have had more in depth conversations about the Foo Fighters than any other musical organization ever. Yeah, like that really it's for the truth. We, we talk about it. We joke jokingly argue about it. <laughs> like and yeah, it's a shame. Mm. I, whenever things like this happen in like the musical or any community, it makes me feel like a bad music listener for not for like appreciating a band on one level and just like appreciating their music. But most of the bands that I appreciate their music, I don't get into like their in depth into their careers and hearing the like outpouring of love for him makes me wish that I was more invested in the bands that I like and Foo Fighters Everlong like was my first favorite song I don't know if like I don't know 10 year old me saw it on like VH1 or whatever or MTV at the time uh but I think I would probably credit that to like starting for me to like like alternative and like rock that type of music um and I wish that I had followed like Foo Fighters career, but I am just like, I'm like, okay, I like the music, but I don't, I don't follow bands as much. And seeing the outpouring of love um, for him really makes me wish that I did that more often. Uh, Foo Fighters was like, just always felt so special. It just had like a sprinkle of everything for everyone. It was just like, whether what, whether what phase they were going through and like in the band or just their approach, like their songs, it was just like, there's always something for everyone. That's something where I always appreciate for them. Like, like even like when they just they would take a step back and like have like acoustic tracks, like Stranger, Stranger Things Have Happened is like literally one of my all time favorite songs, and it's just the guitar dude song that just jamming out. Skin and Bones is my favorite live album of all time, and it's just him acoustic in, or, in an orchestra. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Like there's nothing wrong with it. I love it. So yeah, dude, it's it's a bummer. Um, but I mean, it's like, we'll see. I, I there's there's like. Me and Josue have a thing. We really like Nandi Bushel, the the young girl that is friends with uh with Dave Grohl, and I've been resisting making a statement of like make her the drummer, for her. <laughs> <laughs> like have her tour with all those old men. That'd be great. But yeah, um, I don't know if anyone can replace him. I don't think I don't know if they should, and that breaks my heart because I've never seen them live. I know. I was like, I, I did have like my one thought. I was like, oh, like just thinking about the band. It's like the, the only thing I can think about like to be in almost in the essence of the foos it's like they almost do like a sonic highway thing again and they pick up a drummer from like around that could just like be representative yeah but i mean i was supposed to see them in february 
Remember the Indians Festival? Yeah, that's right. In it, and I decided not to go to be safe with COVID. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah. them once when I was twelve, um, at like a, a small music festival in South of Florida. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I never got to. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, and so, and was probably one of the last things. Like before we move on, um, I was just like, all the videos that just like surfaced about like all, all of his like when he would take up the mic, take over the mic. Cause it would be so special. I, I wanted to experience that shit so fucking bad. And literally one of the last shows down in South America was as Dave was doing the rundown of the band. It just literally the crowd just it almost like interrupts Dave and they start going the ole 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 chant, but they're going ole 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 Taylor Taylor, literally screaming, almost screaming over Dave, like before he could, he could even introduce him and it's just like because like they just like dave you've done the mic enough just give us our boy from the back we just want to hear him sing us it's just like that moment it's like yeah all the outpouring love for the guy i just the little blonde dude in the back just fucking drumming away okay okay now we can move on all right this week's theme is 80s metal Note, this had to get changed because it was a different category. But if you want to listen to why, listen to the end of last of the last episode, because we're not going to have the argument for a third fucking time. <laughs> we are talking strictly in a broad aspect of the decade that really, really pushed those fucking instruments to go fucking harder and heavier. It's also like in, in the in- introduction to a lot of people's influence to just like this genre. Uh, so Jen, like we, we've been fucking rambling on for a while. Um, what were like some of like the like the first like or what was like when you think of eighties metal? Was like your parents like bestowing those bands upon you? Did you kind of go out of your way? Or, like was that it's not was that not what your parents listened to? What's like your go to or what was like your first introduction towards the eighties metal? Yeah, so I think um, and now that I'm like thinking about a timeline, I can't even tell you if this was um, like purely 80s or at least the songs that i was listening to were exactly from the 80s um but i think a lot of like 80s hair metal being the immediate like influence that maybe like the public grabbed onto was like the hair metal the glam rock and it was um stuff like poison and um i feel like i'm struggling with other bands but i feel like when and that was just the stuff that i was exposed to maybe it's because i was listening to it on the radio and who else uh scorpion um and so like i think about those were maybe more mainstream because i would hear them on the radio but then as i got older what i started listening to when i was going out on my own and this may reveal some of my picks that i will have for later but i'm gonna go ahead and just say some of my like specifically like 80s um metal um and this is going to be like you know 70s throughout 80s and 90s but dio black sabbath metallica iron maiden um like those bands for me are really like what formed the core and the platform um as well as like alice cooper i felt like that was the one like glam kind of almost glam rock that i really liked um and then that blended in with like, I don't know, high school goth girl, Jennifer getting into like eighties goth music, but I always <laughs> like still loved um like Iron Maiden Theo. Yeah. 
there's always that, that aggression that needed to be there. I, I hear that for sure. Keith, how is 80s metal for you? So I'm the one who originally suggested this category when we first started. And I had a very specific thought in mind. And it was simply that I like to make categories for genres that are kind of... I don't want to say underappreciated because that implies that they deserve more appreciation. (laughs) Um, But categories where we have to look for diamonds in the rough, if you will. Right. Um, So my mind was simply what, what Jennifer just said, the like popular metal. So I love stuff like Metallica, Maiden, Priest, Motorhead, Sabbath. Those are all eighties metal, but to me, they're not, they're not definably 80s. There's nothing 80s about them because most of them are still around and some of them were around beforehand. So to me, 80s metal is a style that's specifically the 80s and probably would never exist in any other decade ever again. So I definitely went more and I tend to do this anyways towards the really popular ones. Um, So that's why when we had trouble defining what we meant by the metal, we just opened up to all 80s metal. Because to me, it was more about these artists that we all crap on. There's some good songs in there. Let's find them. That's kind of what my goal with this was originally. Why I was like, I mean, I love Metallica, but like, I'm not going to pick a Metallica song. I can add Metallica for anything. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, so that's kind of why, why I came from the direction I did. Um, so most of mine are going to be what a lot of people call butt metal, uh, which is just, just, garbage <laughs> like and just like wow. really sentimental but i love it like there's there's a re- lot of really good songs you specifically mentioned uh poison and the scorpions they're really cheesy and they're really over the top and just like also like <laughs> i don't know there's something like i think i think Patton oswalt talked about it that is it was really weirdly gay for a bunch of straight men like it was a super gay genre and as, as a bi man, I look back on it. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, that that was definitely something I should have been aware of at that point. <laughs> Shout out to um, uh, what is it uh, from Judas Priest? Uh, Rob Rob Halford. Rob Halford. Yes. Yeah, one hundred. I didn't know that he was a queer man until maybe about two years ago. And Jen, then like, are you serious? Oh, I I am dead. Everything ass that you're into, yeah. everything that you know, and you just found that one out. Oh my gosh! Queer, queer leather daddy rocking yep. oh, yeah. out. Yep. And why didn't I feel like <laughs> I I missed something? And also people not telling me. Um. So 100 that that's on me. Um. Rob, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think I think that was my kind of approach is like there's a lot of like really good songs mixed into these really bad 80s compilation albums. Mm-hmm. And I and I really I want to dig through and pick them out. So I didn't really go to the heavy way. Plus, I knew you 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 all were probably going to do that. So I figured I'd leave that to you all and let me pick the best of the worst. So. <laughs> Awesome. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of maybe like love ballads. I Ooh. intentionally avoided love ballads. Oh, that's that's a whole nother episode. Well, la- like we a, do. La- last oh, time we did okay. this category, though, I did do some love ballads, and I felt kind of like it's not the metal though. Like this is metal. <laughs> like it's a metal band that did a ballad, and I'm like, but why am I picking the ballad of all their songs? So I intentionally avoided that this time. So and I believe we do have a, a ballads theme episode for later yeah yeah 
Um, no, honestly, I, I was actually yeah, because there's that side, like the the glam metal side, like the '80s part of it. But when I th- when I also think of like when I got so excited when it's like let's just do fucking '80s, or, like the whole decade, I got so excited because the other half for me, thinking back, I was like thinking of that era. Is those the fucking hair, the battle jackets, the fucking jeans, the fucking kicks? It's like that aesthetic. God damn it! Look, just it's just a classic look for to me. Uh, so that is definitely the side I'm fucking leaning on. So let's just get into it and start adding this fresh new page on the jukebox, being '80s metal. My first pick. All right, Jen has her top three. Try not to step on her toes so i'll go around and see what's left over except i do want my first i do want my first first one um before it's a different song and i have to go with something else um so i'm sorry Jen, if this is one of them but i i have to, i have to take my boy my my little fucking boy the goddammit voice of a fucking angel from the sky that fell down d.o ronnie james d.o baby <laughs> but which song also superior black sabbath singer no, we're not Thank doing you. that again. Thank you. I'm we're on not- I'm on superior. Yep. I'm there with you, friend. Yep. Yeah. And heaven and hell. Just throwing that out there too. So, but what song? Of course, I would love to go with just the classic um Room of the Dark. But if you're really shouting out some good 80s metal where they all just fucking just threw their all their energy out. We're going with the second album, baby. And I want to go with The Last in Line. Cause this shit starts out so softly with like with the acoustic guitar, but then that little break, fifty-seven seconds into it, and he just roars the song to life. Oh my god, this is so good! Fuck yeah, I love this song. I could have just got I could have just gone with the classic two, but this song is just such an underrated song that just gets slept on, doesn't get talked about enough. Last in line, just fucking rules. So Jen. I hope I didn't take take that one away from you. But what is your first one? You didn't. I'm going to piggyback. I'm going to tiger pounce. I'm going <laughs> to go. I'm right there with you. Like when I think of 80s metal, like we stand a short king. And for me, Ronnie James Dio, 100%. But for me, without a doubt, without a doubt for me, like the quintessential song is going to be Holy Diver. Like... <laughs> That one is going to be the song that gets me every single time. I don't care if I have to wait like two, three minutes for that opening intro to just be like the wind. I don't care. I don't care if I get Ronnie James Dio just jumping around a fake dungeon set in his leather pants, whatever. (laughs) Holy Diver. Holy Diver. I love that song so much. That one's going to be like hands down one of my top picks for everything. Everything. Awesome. So, Holy Diver. Okay, cool. Back Excellent. Back to you. Uh, I'll fucking take it because he is the fucking man. Also, get me drunk enough, and then and only then. See, I, I'm not scared. Of, I'm not scared about the karaoke mic, but get me drunk enough, and then you can convince me to do uh, Rainbow in the Dark, and I will embarrass myself. Yeah. Uh, so next time we hang out, let's go do some karaoke, and I'll buy the drinks, and I'm I'm gonna put. Uh, the mic down, and I'm gonna. I want to hear you do Rainbow in the Dark, please. It, it, it'll it'll be awesome, uh, and that's like the one thing I haven't done. I've gone to a few shows post kind of 
don't run out COVID. Shout out to Medic and Pussy. Love you guys. Um, but I have not gone karaoke because I'm just like scared about. I just been, that's like the one thing I was like, is sharing the mic still okay? And it's just been like, but it's been kind of like we're all boosted, so we'll see. It'll be fun. Like the the, the private room ones, like, like the, the, I'll probably be more up for those. Yeah. So fuck yeah. And Keith, first pick. All right, I'm going over the top for the first one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Bon Jovi. And the song I'm going to pick is Wanted Dead or Alive. It's my favorite nice. song in this whole genre. I was really hoping no one would take it. It's the only one I'm even remotely worried about anyone taking. Um, <laughs> but it's so ridiculous. Like, so fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm a cowboy. Like, oh, it's so good. Like, I'm just, still horse I ride. Yeah. Yep. And then I love the, like, like the pause between I'm Wanted Dead or Alive. Like, it's, I'm a really big fan of pauses in music like like the suspensions yeah yeah <laughs> like, i'm wanted down, dead or alive. I'm like, yes <laughs> so i fucking love that song that had to be number one for me so uh fun fact this uh wanted dead or alive was actually the song that made me progress um in rock band from medium to hard difficulty on the drums because oh, nice. there was 15, 15 iTunes dollars on the line, and we fucking lost. It was like that that retreat I went to for Skills oh, USA. I remember, I remember this story. Yeah. <laughs> and we did hard mode so we can get extra points, which we should have won. But then because we're good fucking people, and the other other person did uh, maps, and we got the crowd to sing maps for them. We gave them popular points, so we ended up getting second place, and that shit sucked. Even though they fucked up too, but never mind. Whatever. I, I like the song because it was it was what got me better at rock band. Now for my second one, who did the metal really reign in the eighties here in the U.S.? We had the U.K. invasion, but there was also a really really good side of eighties metal over in Tokyo, Japan, and I'm oh going God. with. I'm you cool. about to stole my pick. Well, there's three bands that came over there from over there, and I'm gonna go with Anthem, baby. Oh, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> Anthem is so fucking good. Like all those bands are really good. Um, I'm, I'm curious which one, which one you're actually gonna take. But uh, Anthem, fucking great four piece. I'm gonna go with Light It Up because this shit just fucking rules. Like, like the, the whole thing is just really awesome. Um, I, I just I, another one that's just like people just like. I mean, there's there's just so many '80s bands, and I guess like people just I guess yeah, they do lean with like the glam and hair metal side, like I guess I never hear enough Anthem where I'm always, or not always, but when it comes up, I hear more like Cinderella and like some Dawkins, but like Anthem baby, get into that shit. It's some juicy stuff. And there's like a good six minute track. And it's like, I love when it can just be a good jam session of like everybody just fucking ripping on the fucking guitar. So yes, that's what we got. So Jen, your number two. My number two, this one was really tough. I knew that I wanted to add some made into the list. Um, the song that I wanted to choose, this one, this is probably where I had to like kill some of my darlings. Um, <laughs> I initially wanted to go with Hollowed Be Thy Name. Uh, once again, another like song where you get like a really big intro, but then you just get that like, I don't know, uh, startling like mid start to the song. But um, I think that ultimately I'm going to go with Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. Fuck yeah. I This one was one I was considering. If I was cons- when I was considering Iron Maiden on my list, it was, it was for sure going to be Number of the Beast. Yeah. So I'm glad that you got it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
it was just it's, it's such a good fucking guitar riff like just like from the beginning it's just like it's just it just goes so hard and it's like and i love my boy steve harris and the fucking bass fucking love it. you just fucking machine guns the fucking oh he's just awesome I, I love the whole band bruce dickinson that voice did you listen to shin uh shin jitsu shin jitsu their, last, their album from last year yeah yeah okay it was it was pretty good. Like the the, the band, it sounded very very just like just like super together. So Keith, your number two. Okay, my number two is going to be such a fun transition. Um, uh, this was my favorite song. Gro- oh no, correction. This was not my favorite song growing up. Uh, when I was first, my first favorite song growing up when I was too young to know better was by Jefferson Airplane. So we're not going to talk about that. But the first song I distinctly remember thinking is my favorite song is Pour Some Sugar On Me by Def Leppard. Um, This song is about something that I did not know it was about when I was a child. And it's very sexual. (laughs) And I did not know that. It's candy, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, candy. Someone someone has low blood sugar and (laughs) they're just like, I need sugar really bad. (laughs) Pour it on my my face instead of put it in my mouth. (laughs) It's like it's a follow-up to the Candyman can, right? From Willy Wonka. (laughs) God. but i love this song it's it's to me it's the most like 80s arena rock like Mm -hmm. that that really cheesy one i'm talking about butt rock this is the best the best possible version of it and i love def leppard they're ridiculous so yeah (laughs) it just pour some sugar on me by def leppard (laughs) what i what i hate to love about a lot of these bands or a lot of like these songs is just like is like the very very apparent like electric studio fake drums into it like it's just oh, like yeah I-, I like the sound but god damn it do i just hate it at the same time yeah uh, no, it's, it's it's intentionally bad yeah. like, that's the thing you got to find something to love about it you know what i mean and like uh, the thing i love about all these bands but specifically def, Le- def leopard is just they go so big they don't go hard they go big <laughs> like, yeah. there's a difference and i love that i absolutely love that they're just like pyro and you know like dancing girls and all this stuff going on but it's like but we don't have a drummer it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> like that who needs a drummer in a band <laughs> like, like so i just i love that it's fantastic so can can i go off on a tangent a little bit because you're saying like they're they're going big but they're not going hard um and i just now realized as you said that i feel this and maybe this is going to break some hearts maybe this is going to be unpopular opinion um, but I feel that way about Ghost. Oh! I feel like Ghost. Fuck yeah, right. I had never seen. I had never heard Ghost. And then I saw all the imagery, and I'm like, this looks cool as hell. I want to get into this. I love, like, I love Behemoth. Like, I love me some like satanic metal. And then I heard Ghost, and I was so disappointed because I'm like, <laughs> this is pop music. Like this, this is. This is pop music, y'all. Um, y'all are getting grifted. Ghost of, uh, Papa, whatever, did sell his soul to the devil, and the devil tricked us all. Um, that is no news here, Jen. Everybody who listens to the show knows my feelings about Ghost, and it is the fucking same. It is all up and down the same way. Maybe maybe we're just too late on the jump on it. That that was probably it. And we just yeah, like- it's, it's been moving through these phases, and it's like you know what that that ship sailed and. Maybe it's maybe it's just not us for for us anymore. Yeah, until until Ghost puts out like an ABBA cover album, I'm not sold. <laughs> <laughs> so it could maybe work. 
it, yeah, I'm not that. That'll be what sells me on ghost. <laughs> Fuck yeah, cool. And like we speak our truths here. Go sex, Daniel. <laughs> He's not here. He can't defend himself. <laughs> so, um, what is my second? My third one. Okay, my third one, and then we'll see what's left over for me. I adore this band. Going to the other other side of the world to Spain. My boys, Angeles del Infierno, Angels from Hell, with Maldito sea tu nombre. It's like like curse your name or yeah. But I thought I thought for one week I wasn't gonna have to try to spell a Spanish name. I was like, oh, baby. Metal oh baby, I got you. I got you, baby. <laughs> like metals, metals everywhere. And these dudes, oh my god, is it just good fucking 80s metal? Like it opens in the same way as uh uh Number of the Beast with like like the guitar, like the guitar riff just like fucking like really zoning you in. And yeah, the guy tends to have like a Bruce Dickinson voice and just like really belting them high. Cause the chorus just like he fucking just goes hella high. So I love this song so much for and again for how heavy 80s it is. Love this one. I one of my favorite songs for like just for so long. Uh just cause yeah, because my boys in Spain, my boys in Spanish could can also pull off some fucking metal too. Again, like when I was like discovering music, all I had was just like the US and UK invasion metal. So it's kinda like, oh shit, there is Spanish aggression that isn't just like the modern stuff that was coming out when I was like at the time, like discovering stuff, it was all the time everywhere. Cause music is fantastic. So Jen, your number three, my number three. And I'm really glad uh, that this made uh, my list. Cause I think it's going to tear you two apart, but um, Dio, in my opinion, I, even though I love, I really, really do love Ozzy. Um, I do think that uh, Dio is the superior Black Sabbath. Um, and I'm going to go with Heaven and Hell uh, by Black Sabbath. Yep. Yes. Awesome. That's cool. I've, Representation. I've, I've said my yeah. piece. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I love Ozzy, but I think that all of the songs that I really do love, I really do love 70s Black Sabbath, like War Pigs um, is one of my favorites. But then I really love I do love 80s Ozzy, um, so I'm glad that Dio was able to step into Black Sabbath and Ozzy could go do his thing and then come back. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, again, I'm not really, I'm not hating on him. Yeah, his solo career was fucking fantastic. He, again, one of my favorite Ozzy tracks was later, later in his life. 2008. Um, uh, is it I Don't Want to Die? I, I forgot what it's called. It's, it's, it was when Zach Wilde was still in the band. It's a really good fucking song. And one of my, I think one of my favorite top three songs, even for his later stuff than his classics. Just really like the way the song was made. I, I saw Ozzy live and I, I was a teenager. And so that kind of like cemented him as like mm. a god to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like that helped a lot. Uh, so that's probably one of the reasons. But yeah, I do tend towards the 70s Sabbath is what it is. So. Mm. As, as a teenager, I got to watch him on like MTV or VH1 shuffling around his house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe, I, was I, don't say, know. I was gonna say, Dio didn't get a reality show. It's not, <laughs> it's not Dio. Why fans. didn't he though? Why didn't he though? Because MTV, MTV was too scared to go to his house. Meanwhile, Ozzy had this preppy ass house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Crushing Kelly Osbourne too. Just throwing. <laughs> Same. Uh, Keith, you're number three. 
This is the worst fic of all of them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, this is barely metal. I wouldn't even honestly consider it metal. I had to do research to make sure it was metal. Um, I'm going to go with the band Europe. Ooh, fuck yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with the song The Final Countdown. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's synthesizer heavy, which is the part that I'm kind of like, mm. but his vocals are straight yep. metal. Like, oh, for sure. That's that's the key to Europe, and that album's that song is so great. Like, there's a real like triumphantness to it, and once again, goes very big. I really dig that. So, uh, so yeah, the final count of my Europe. I feel bad about that one, but yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna go with that. No, no, that counts. I was like, where are you going with this? Like, what what keys? What what what, what are you gonna pull here? Like, no, that's fair. Once again, counts. All right, getting into last round. So nobody took. My second band that I started thinking about, thank you. I'm going with my boys. I'm going with my four boys. Well, I guess I, there was more of them, but I'm going with Slayer, baby. Oof! How could I? How could we not have Slayer up in this bitch? Uh, and for this song, I'm going to go with the classic uh, "Rain and Blood" because that is a song that we covered in my high school uh, metal band, and uh, I pulled a special place in my heart for that song. <laughs> it was horribly perfect on how we did it and i just and every time i listen to it it's just like it's us like we're doing it perfectly how they're doing it so bad it was always them not us uh but yeah this one is just it, it just fucking rules and and again another just kind of call back to um um taylor hawkins with studio 666 because uh carrie king does a, uh, is a cameo is like as a roadie for the band and it's just it's it's, it's very funny uh, but yeah, it's, I was basically, I'm basically Tom Mariah for just raining blood at one point in my life. Um, and, uh, Jen, what is your last pick? I, I'm going to just kind of like say really quick, one of my favorite things about raining blood, uh, is that it's on the album rain in blood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like it makes sense. It's rain, raining blood on rain in blood. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, for my last pick. Um, once again, this one's really tough and I feel like I'm almost like wishy-washing on it, um, <laughs> but I've really come to terms as an adult. Um, I used to hate this band. I was like, nah, they're, they're posers. Uh, they're, I don't know. Um, but I think that Metallica, I know you kind of shout on them a little bit earlier. That's okay. <laughs> but I really, you know, I don't think that they get enough credit for the influence that they had on metal maybe making it a little bit more mainstream, whether that was good or bad. Um, but, um, sorry, the song that I chose was For Whom the Bell Tolls. And I think that this, this maybe the like all the songs that I chose, um, I'm now realizing that they kind of have like a theme, like For Whom the Bell Tolls, um, Hallowed Be Thy Name, Holy Diver, Heaven and Hell. I feel like they all have softer intros. And at some point, just like maybe go hard at some point, pull back. Um, so I think, like I said, I don't think that Metallica gets enough credit for the influence that they had on maybe mainstream and even like progressive metal. Um, yeah. but from the bell tolls is, is a good one for sure. Uh, that's, that's the, thing, the thing, the thing is eighties Metallica is great. Like it yes. was, it was in the nineties when they started to fall off a bit. Yeah. And the thing is, is it, it's kind of like Weezer and the Foo Fighters, in my opinion, where, you give us a good 10 years of music, then make whatever the fuck you want. 
Like, yeah. I don't care. You want to make Garage Inc.? That's fine. You've already given us plenty of good albums, you know? Like, yeah. So that's my thing. Like, I make fun of Metallica now, but you can't, you can't question the 80s Metallica. It's great. No. So, And I think for me growing up, like, obviously, like, 80s Metallica was like a little bit before my time. So I, I got it when I was older. But for me, there's this very distinct, they did the Mission Impossible soundtrack. And for me, like, that's <laughs> what I'm like, because I think everyone puts it like at, after the Black Album, like that's whenever they are led astray. But for me, it was that fucking Mission Impossible soundtrack that just ruined it. Mm-hmm. St. <laughs> Anger for sure. St. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anger's so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> um, no, but for sure. I mean, like, it's just like Metallica is just like an easy band just to rip on. But yeah. no, for sure. There, there's songs like, I got like a, how, how I kind of started this a while back ago was like, I just, I love a sound. I guess this is more, as a guitarist, I love a sound where the drummer is just beating the drums to the ground. And Sad But True is a perfect example of that. He's just, it's such a good track. It's, it's yeah. angry. It's angry. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I will always just, like, uh, just appreciate Metallica because one of the, one of the first, song, one of the first CDs where it was just like, that was kind of like given to me, which is like a little booklet of CDs. I was like, oh, I think you would like these songs or the, these CDs. And one of those CDs was their SNM album. So I had this huge appreciation of having like metal with an orchestra playing with it. And it's just like, and just broadening my horizon with like what music could be. And Metallica gave me that. Like, obviously they weren't the first ones to do it, but to me, there was like, I, I had that part. So like, yeah, fuck yeah, Metallica. I think, you know, you're right. That like S&M uh, album, uh, the love for that and hearing like the metal mm-hmm. with the orchestra is one of the reasons why I love bands now yeah. Um, that weren't there in the 80s but like my dying bride and old man's child like just some like i love that like symphonic piece to it right yep hell yeah and key how are you gonna close out the jukebox this time okay so as always we do honorable mentions my honorable mentions before i reveal the final track um I have a lot, <laughs> so <laughs> I've been marking off ones you guys said as we go on. So I'm just going to blow through them. I'm not going to give any details. Uh, King Diamond. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Flotsam and Jetsam. Let's see. What else did we not talk about? Corrosion of Conformity. Suicidal Tendency started in the 80s, by the way. Um. Striper, which was a Christian 80s metal band and wasn't great, but they had really good style because they had like they, they really used yellow in their stuff a lot, which is really interesting. It, I, it's not something you see a lot from metal bands. Uh, Cinderella. Uh, yeah. I'm amazed no one said Motley Crue. Like, I yes. was totally expecting a crew. <laughs> um, Y'all, have you watched Pam and Tommy? On no. TV? Oh, please watch it. <laughs> right, you, you didn't mention that you were a fan of it. <laughs> it was good. It was good. If I wasn't trying to stick to like what I thought 80s metal would be, the first pick I had would have been Deep Purple, by the way. Deep Purple is also yeah. an 80s metal band. Yeah. Um, Thin Lizzy. Uh, Dokken. Yeah. White Zombie is technically oh, 80s metal. Just around there, yeah. Yep. Uh, Rat. I would. I, I love for rat. sure. Hostway would say rat. I, I said it last time, but that was more when it was like in the specific categories. It's like, oh, I can actually just go to my one of my comfort zones, and I love all these songs. Uh, Poison, uh, Skid Row, uh, Aerosmith. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't see Aerosmith. That was your shout out last time. 
What did I pick? What song? Um, I think I have it still here. Yes. Uh, you went with Dream On. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Scorpions. Uh, Halloween. Mm. Uh, Sabotage. Uh, White Snake. Queensryche. <laughs> I expected a Queensryche re- reference, actually, from somebody. I don't know why. I almost picked Queensryche for this one, <laughs> but I feel like most of their good stuff was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So that's where, the yeah, yep. I got you. Uh, Sepultura. Yep, that was one of mine. One of mine for sure. Uh, Kiss. Could have happened. Could have. I'm I'm not going to be the one to break the Kiss line, though. We haven't put Kiss on the playlist yet. I'm not (laughs) the one to do it. Um, Wasp, ACDC. Pantera started in the 80s. I know, but none of that shit is available. (laughs) I know. It was when they were actually doing like their glam hair metal shit before they really got all tough and shit. Yeah. Guns and Roses, mm-hmm. just throwing it out there, uh, and then my—I'll uh, save those for last. Actually, Anthrax, uh, nice, yeah, Megadeth. Which here's my hot take: Megadeth is significantly better than Metallica. <laughs> I think they're much better metal fans. <laughs> so. wow. Yeah, I, I had a Megadeth track too, but Dave Mustaine's an asshole. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I saw them live actually once. It was really cool. But yeah, he's an asshole. Um, Motorhead? Yeah, I was thinking about Motorhead too. Uh, and we got Iron Maiden, but we did not get Judas Priest, did we? No. Yeah, Give so. a shout out. And then uh, the last two, these are the, my last cuts for my list. Twisted Sister and Quiet Riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So, My final pick, I hinted at it earlier when Hostway scared me, is a Japanese band. Oh, nice. Uh, cause I'm going to give myself a hipster pick this week because I, <laughs> I never get to, uh, but it's not too hipster because it's probably the most popular Japanese metal band ever X Japan. Mm. And the song I'm going to pick is Kurenai K U R E N A I. Um, it starts off nice and slow and melodic and then kicks in and it's just awesome. Like I just love X Japan. They're really, really cool. I got into them via pro wrestling, actually, Josue. Nice. Um, because there are actually a lot of people in Japan use them as a, like a, as a theme, as a theme. The entrance. And now it's kind of considered cheesy to use them. Like people don't <laughs> do it anymore. But, full circle. They'll yeah. be popular again. <laughs> but they're great. They're, they've been touring forever. They're, they're just great. X Japan is amazing. So yeah, I'm going to pick X Japan. And yeah, the song is Kuranai. Uh, their biggest hit is really good, but it's very much a ballad. So I wasn't going to pick it. So, mm. uh, Fuck yeah. And going backwards, Jen, uh, honorable mentions? Um, some honorable mentions. Let me go ahead and uh, I know... We, I think Who didn't I make the cut? Who didn't make <laughs> the cut? Um, so I do have Judas Priest on here. 100, 100% Breaking the Law was on my, was on my list. Um, Poison by Alice Cooper. Um, mm. Mr. Crowley by Ozzy. Um, I'm also, uh, for like my last, like honorable mention for me is gonna be Angel Witch, uh, just for none other than their song called Angel Witch, where the line is just, you're an angel witch, you're an angel witch. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. Amazing. Yeah. Self-promoting. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Breaking the law was actually my pick last time. Okay. Nice. 100%. Yeah. Um, my honorable mentions, um, just so I don't have to talk about the guy anymore, but uh, my Megadeth song was going to be The Conjuring because he he was like born again Christian or some shit. So then he said he was going to stop playing The Conjuring because 
he implemented like spells into like the lyrics so it was gonna be against like his whole code so like, out of spite i was gonna do that one but then it was gonna be about us like you know no i don't, I don't really want to do that yeah, and then <laughs> yeah um and then uh my actual the one that got cut all the way through that was actually my first one um and it's kind of like what i what i think about 80s metal 80s metal with just because of how fucking aggressive they just came into the scene and that's venom fucking love this band and i was gonna go with their song black black metal but it's just like i mean it's what i love hearing them for but then adding it on here just was, was going to be kind of like, uh, because uh, like their, their quality, like production quality is just not that good. So compared to all of these really clean tracks, it would just came in like just really kind of like just like kind of sloppy. It's kind of like I had to make a cut. When I was listening to them all together, it's kind of like the one that really stood out. It's kind of like it was just my own little personal jam and I'll shout it out. And also I was going to uh, pick Sepultura as well. Yeah, Sepultura was a hard cut for me, but I was kind of like, it doesn't fit what I'm trying to do. So. Mm-hmm. And I, And again, another... I guess hot take. I prefer Soulfly. Ooh, I mean, I really do. <laughs> like, so yeah. I mean, it's still Max Cavalera. If anything, also goes into yeah, uh, "Go exactly. Ahead and Die." The "Go Ahead and Die" the twenty twenty album, the, that that new project he had. It's actually a really good album. I actually the part of that is I saw Soulfly live at the same house <laughs> fest I saw Ozzy at, and <laughs> nice. it was the most violent pit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Only one of my group of nine went in there, and he came out without shoes or his sunglasses. Like Jeez. he was smiling ear to ear. So yep, yeah. that's how you do it right. <laughs> awesome. So we close off this page of the jukebox. Quite lovely. I cannot wait to listen to these on the stream. Uh, but I digress. Next portion of the show talk about new releases baby and it's past nine o'clock on our time so i can actually look at it as well uh keith what do you see on your end well let's just start with the big one red hot chili peppers oh it's finally out (laughs) yeah so that'll be interesting uh the first two tracks were certainly red hot chili peppers songs that was our (laughs) review so far so we'll see uh next up uh duster has a new album coming out called together and that's really actually kind of a cool like surprise that's a band i don't think about ever and so i'm very excited about that um next up is for you metal kids out there mushuga mushuga yes <laughs> that's a new album out and it's got almost an 80 percent on metacritic which is actually really oh, good for a yeah. metal album like because a lot of critics just don't like metal so they'll tank it mm-hmm. so that's a really really good score um curious to see that uh, next up, this is interesting. Uh, we're getting a live album from Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, I just so, passed by it. Her voice doesn't translate super well to live, so I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to sound. You know, because she's she is a good singer, but depending on the song, it doesn't really sound good. So I'm very I'm kind of excited to see what that sounds like. Maybe it'll be good. Um, Thomas Rhett has a new album coming out, and it has a 100 percent rating on metacritic so that's interesting i'm i might have to check that out just based on the 100 percent rating so <laughs> um looking over the rest for this this week i'm not seeing a ton if you want to shout out something you see while i look uh yeah some stuff that i've been seeing um i mean if you're not shouting it out so i'm not sure how new this one is but there's a of monsters and men ep for you Ooh. uh a it's like a one of those, it's not it's not it's not an english word so i definitely just butchered that one uh mm. what did i see we just talked about this asshole but i'm gonna listen to it just because it's in collaboration with the whole ensemble 
and that's a uh, wake up dead and Islam of God featuring Dave Mustaine. <laughs> mm. So God damn it. I'll do that. We're talking about him all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what I got super excited for is that it's finally out the pup album, the unraveling of pup, the band. So I fucking love this band so much. Nice. Yeah. This music video then makes me cry every fucking time. It has, it has to do with the dog. So of course it's going to make you fucking cry, but yeah. it's really good. Uh, as far as that goes, that's everything I have for this week. But next week's a lot bigger. Ooh, nice. Um, so I have some stuff for next week. Um, Vince Staples, the album itself is going to come out. Oh. So that's oh, really that, cool. a new one? Yeah, the one because the Ramona Park, that's that's a track from oh, the album. Oh, sick. Fuck yeah, then. Yeah. And it's apparently his longest album yet. Oh, shit. Okay. So. Um, there's a Father John Misty album coming out. Yeah, there were some singles coming out, so I was expecting that. Yeah, so that's coming out next week. Uh, Jack White has an album coming out, <laughs> uh, which I love the White Stripes. It's one of my biggest like guilty pleasures. Not even, well, you know how I felt about the word guilty pleasure, but yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Camila Cabello has a new album coming out. I'm not a big fan of hers. Um, Banks has a new album coming out. Ooh, nice. I do appreciate and her. It looks really interesting. I got to see it's, her live. It's called Serpentina. So, uh, yeah, check that out. I, I'm probably going to check that one. Uh, um, or, oh, good. Oh, I'm sorry. I just uh, saw the other two uh, that I want to shout out. MERS with MERS in Miami is out for this uh, for this week. And then um, there was something. Oh, some, this, got, this caught my eye. Uh, Necrogoblicon with uh, the fundamental slimes and humors. I'm going <laughs> to listen to that. Of course you will. <laughs> um, Orville Peck has a new album coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks really cool. And another new one uh, is it, well. Bro- it says Bronco. Bronco. Bronco Part One and Part Two has already they they've already dropped. I think. Oh, they got it listed as an April eighth release date. Huh. Oh, maybe I've I've listened to them on Spotify, so maybe like an actual album yeah. comes out. And maybe they're putting them together and re-releasing them. You Ooh. know. Like we'll see. It's hard. It doesn't really explain too much on here, so it literally is just a list. <laughs> so, also we're getting. I can't believe I'm saying this in the year of our Lord 2022. We're getting a new Papa Roach album. <laughs> oh my god! Really? At this point, they're like Grandpapa Roach. Come yeah, on, know, right? Uh, it's called Ego Trip, which is just amazing that they named it Ego Trip. Like, way to be aware, guys. <laughs> so, um. Other than that, the only other thing I see is the Linda Lindas. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. It has a new... I'm not sure if it's going to be an EP or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Growing Up. So, Dope. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it that I see. Cool. I, I can only listen to... I can only, I can only see the stuff from this week. Uh, so I'm excited to get jot down all this, all the stuff for next week. Because it seems like it's going to be a pretty big week. Uh, cool. Um, Jen, besides uh, that one that you, uh, uh, the one you guys uh, were talking about, anything that you know that's coming out? Anything you're excited for? I have no clue, but that's why I listen to podcasts like this to tell me. Um, <laughs> I 100% am stuck listening on repeat to the same stuff that I've been listening to. Um, the The most like recent thing that I found and discovered and I really, really like is um this guy named king dude and but like i found him in like 2021 and he's basically like if leonard cohen tom waits and peter Steele like what? had an orgy 
and <laughs> had a baby somehow, and that baby grew up to be a Satanist guitar player. That's King awesome. Dude. Yeah. I am going to be listening to that as well. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's like the newest music uh, for me. Fuck yeah. Cool. Uh, so moving on, Keith, what is on the roulette? What is the next episode going to be about? Our next episode is my least favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> because I don't I don't have a good I don't have a good pull to pull from in this, okay? It is birthier songs. Songs from from released the year you were born. Yes. And we are going to be joined by two guests. Our good friend Jessica from Geek Elite Media, mm-hmm. as well as a first-time guest, uh, our good friend Chelsea as well. So Yes. Super excited for that. And it'll be a good episode. God, I, I think I remember what songs I picked last time. I know one for sure. Uh, so it's going to be really hard to not go to, to exactly those again. But oh, we'll, we'll so see. I'm going, I'm going 100% troll. I don't even care. <laughs> I think you did it last time, too. This is the one that brought the Dio argument before. Because there was a Dio song released the year I was born. You guys were like, why didn't you pick that? I'm like, because it's Dio? <laughs> <laughs> For shame. Now you have to pick it. No, no, I don't. I will have Dio like three times in two fucking weeks and two episodes. It'll be awesome. I'm not complaining. (laughs) Okay. Well, that concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Thank you to the co-host for your great picks. Uh, Jen, plugs, inserts, this is the time. Um, Well, uh, thank you for coming to this. Thank you for inviting me. I really love I love metal. Um, even though I don't, I feel like, like I said, I don't follow bands or anything like that. So thank you so much for just letting me talk about metal. I usually talk a lot about comic books. Um, I do a couple of weekly comic book shows. Um, I do one on Sundays, uh, with my friend Mars. Like I said, she's the better half. Um, she definitely (laughs) has the like better, stronger opinions. Um, so we both read a lot of comic books, a lot of graphic novels, and we talk about them each Sunday. Um, I do also do another show on Fridays called Comic Talk Live over with Will the Beast. Um, and that's really fun. Um, I also do a monthly book club with my friend Dan. Uh, we're actually going to be reading Mouse and dissecting Mouse um, in a couple of weeks. So I'm really excited to talk about that one because um, one of the ones that got me into comic books 20 years ago. Yeah. I did my reread of, of uh, Mouse like two months ago. I was just like, whew, I definitely needed that with that, that reread as well. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thank you. And keeping along with the comic stock, Keith, what do you got going on on your end? Uh, yeah. So what a coincidence. We also have a comic book podcast. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you can follow our other show. We have issues at WHI podcast on Twitter. Uh, so you can find us there. Uh, every time there's a new episode, we put it up. There's going to be timestamps. There's going to be a list of every book that we're reviewing, quick summaries, all that good stuff. Uh, so you can check it out again. WHI podcast on Twitter. You can find me at WHI podcast Keith. You can find our producer Liz at WHI podcast Liz. Also, this is a little early to be talking about it, but I'm going to throw it out there. Me and Hoswear are going to be making a guest appearance on another podcast very soon. Since this only comes out every two weeks, it's probably early enough to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be appearing with Case Aiken over at Certain POV, and we're going to be talking about Superman Earth 1, Volumes 1 through 3. And I'm very excited about that because I love Case. Uh, he's a really mm-hmm. cool dude. 
And it's going to be really great. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. We'll definitely retweet it when it comes out so you can see that there. But also follow CERN POV. They're really cool. And join their Discord. It's a really fun Discord. I'm having a lot of fun talking to people on there. So uh, I think that's going to be it for me. Cool. And thank you to the listeners for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. I myself am at Josue Reads Josue and Josue Plays Josue on Twitter and Twitch, respectively. Uh, where when this episode when this episode airs, when every episode airs, catch me that night on Twitch and you will have a listening party of all the tracks and we'll add them to the jukebox so I can be more responsible responsible about adding the songs to said jukebox. Uh, so also follow at that jukebox at jukebox vertigo on Twitter for the master playlist link to most music services. Feel free to shout out a theme you want us to do and we can work it out to prioritizing it. With the episode over, take time to check out this uh, the check out this fresh page on the jukebox. Let us know what you would have added and feel the vertigo.